The pack is back. The Russians are back. And UConn women's basketball team never left. This is Sports Without Balls. Holy cow. A perfect score. Ten point four. He hacked at the 2-0, now the 2-1. The greatest intro music ever put together in the year 1986. We are back, Sports Without Balls, ATC Comedy Studio. We got Aaron in the booth. No cards, way to go out and get somebody. Got Dexter Fowler, my sweet baby Fowler. God, I want him again on the peaches next year. Congratulations. That was a huge pickup. Did huge. I like it? No, I didn't. I want him to play for the Cubs. Bleh. But congratulations to the Cardinals. Uh, to the right of me, I've got a cell phone. And behind the cell phone, <laughs> I've got Trish Sir, you guys. Yay! Trish Sir. Episode 149. All this Latin's from hail. I okay, also I did not shower. So no. how about that? Monday morning. Panic! I, does anybody have a when does this when does this cell phone end? I get I'm this already fa- flustered. This is, I'm sorry. Are you Snapchatting? No, now it's Insta Live. I have to educate you. I don't know. I can barely get up. I don't know how to turn my phone on. <laughs> <laughs> the other day and last night, uh, uh, my phone just started beeping, and I thought it was because the Giants were playing so terribly. It turned out it was an Amber Alert. I didn't know you could get that on the phone. Aren't they frightening? It makes so you feel like there's a hurricane or a tsunami. I just, or you're in a submarine. Or you're in a submarine. I was like, is that because the Giants have no running game? No, it's because some douchebag... <laughs> Stole a child. Amber Alert, always a good way to start a show. All right, you guys, listen. Here we go. Uh, we have Trish Sir in the booth, uh, insta-living, chatting something. I don't know. I'll I probably know. wind up with uh, like a dog nose on my face <laughs> and a pair of Easter egg ears because that's what the kids want. <sighs> I am 86. You. you are not. We're going to teach you how to do all this yes, mess. Someone teach me. Uh, we've got a fantastic show. we got Trish back in the booth. Uh, so much stuff is happening in the sports world. I went to bed um, in just a blaze of glory last night because the Giants, 10 points, and we won. I don't even know. It, about, how did that happen? It, was that the, the most banana bananas? I woke up this morning, and it was a list of things to do, and it was one, buy a wig, because I pulled all my hair out last <laughs> night watching uh, the New York Giants score 10 points and win. I love, can we, let's just start out, uh, here's what we got on tap. Uh, we got uh, we got the NFL. We got Major League Baseball trades. Uh, I watched UConn Notre Dame women's basketball team uh, play uh, last Wednesday, and it's like it could be any year. It could be any year. Uh, I always root for UConn, but I also uh, I liked. I was hoping Notre Dame would win because I think it's better for women's basketball, and uh, UConn just dominated again. Uh, and and then we'll have a discussion. Gino Ariema, Bill Belichick, uh, Greg Popovich. He's got to be put in with the, with the greatest coaches of all time, without question. The guy just he literally has that Belichick where you just insert new player win. Um, it's unbelievable. Uh, uh, Seattle Sounders, uh, congratulations, uh, won the MLS championship on Saturday in soccer. Penalty kicks, heartbreaking for the other team. Uh, Stanford men's soccer team. Wins their championship. Uh, so there's just a lot. 
a lot. So much. Texas women's volleyball. I started watching. I Whatever. I have a problem. Uh, the point is there's so much going on. But I want to start this, uh, this episode because uh, it's the holidays. It's the holidays. And um, I woke up. Uh, I think this is the time of the year uh, where I have so much anxiety, personally and professionally, uh, just trying to figure out uh, gifts. Um, trying to figure out um, uh, if the Giants can make the playoffs. Well, um, they've got a horseshoe shoved up their butt. What's happening? You know, ironically, they, they the, Cow- the the Giants and Cowboys are one of my favorite matchups. It's weird, but it's always like nail body, yeah. just like it was last night. It was always what? Nail body. Is that a yeah. word? Is it a thing? Yeah. Where you're like, I actually am, you know, as a Patriots fan, I don't really get I was miserable. Stoked. I was miserable pretty much the whole game. Uh, of course, I recorded it and I'll watch it all day today and that'll be fun. Uh, <laughs> knowing the outcome. Uh, but let's put a pin in that. Let's talk about the holidays. Uh, what are, what are, you're in L.A.? I'm in L.A. We're not traveling this year because uh, my husband's been on the road for five months and his yeah. idea of the holidays wasn't to load back up on an aeroplane yeah. and go see my little sweet nephews, which I love. Aunt Trish scored, by the way, with that gift. Um, <laughs> I'm not trying to. Well, yeah, I am trying to brag. I killed it, um, <laughs> which is very hard. But, yes, my, my husband was like, look, I've been on the road for four months shooting. Yeah. Can we stay home? And I was like, sure, let's sit here and stare at each other. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, I told Aaron the other night, I was so excited to decorate my tree, and I had to wait till he was off to help me, um, you know, lug that thing in the house. I was like, honey, can I put on an elf so I can decorate? And he was like, it's winter meetings. <laughs> and I was like, because we don't have 14 other devices that'll let you know who's being trained. Are you kidding me? And meanwhile, he's looking at it all on the laptop, inside everything, while watching it. And Aaron texted me and was like, hey, we're doing sports up balls uh, next week, right? I was like, yes, girl. She's like, look at these trades. We're talking about the trades. And I did a like video on the down low of my husband sent to Aaron because I was like, can I, can I please watch Elf? And he's got his laptop on his lap in the mix yep. and then watching it all happen. Yep. We were the West Coast arm of the winter meetings for the MLB this year. So It was uh, the people on the move. Lots of moving. Man, the Red Sox loaded up. I can't even. Yeah. I I did. The rich, uh, the rich get richer. Yeah, well, the rich get richer. True. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was uh, watching a lot of sports the last couple of days. Also squeezed in Home Alone. So good. So good. God, so, Kevin is so precious. And uh, I was not, I was thinking, God, I was not, if I was home alone, uh, I would have not pulled off any of that. No. I, I, I would just, I would, I would have just been crying in the corner. I, I probably would have been able to turn the TV on to watch some stuff, but he just going out and getting those groceries. Unbelievable. I would have been in like better the Elf. I would have gotten every sweet thing out of our house and <laughs> ate it at one time with syrup. <laughs> That's what I would have done. I'd have been like, Pop-Tarts and spaghetti? Yes, let's do this. Uh, yeah, I just sent uh, uh, where the, uh, the the sisters Foley are going to uh, Mary and Dick's house in, uh, in Florida because they are not traveling this year. I knew it was, you know, it was one of these, I just always knew we'd wind up in Florida as the parents get older, but every year we try to pull it, push it off and push it off, push it off. But it, it has arrived. We are, uh, we are going to Florida for Christmas. Um, I fly out next Wednesday and then next Thursday night is Giants Philly. And I, I know I'm going to get shit for it. I know no one in the house is going to want to watch it except probably my dad and I. It's uh, Thursday night football, mm-hmm. uh, the 22nd. And uh, so I'm already have to like really 
figure out how I'm going to do that. Uh, but in, in the spirit of holiday movies, my mom, she's so sweet. She's like, well, you know, I just realized Charlie Brown Christmas, which is our, our all-time favorite. Of course. Uh, it's only on VHS. And um, I don't know how, how, how do I get, how do I get that? And I was like, oh, I just ordered it while we were speaking. Uh, Amazon Click, <laughs> DVD, Prime, but shipped it, already gone, out. They can't wrap the their house. brains around it. Yeah, it's I, just. She goes. I guess maybe Tara's got a copy. I was like, <laughs> I just, I just shipped it. I literally just. I am I, to me as a non-shopper, the Amazon Prime click is the greatest thing that's ever happened. So then you're on Amazon, you're clicking around, uh, and then I was like, oh, sports paraphernalia. I got my friend Sheila like a pair of Raiders socks. I don't even know if I'm gonna see her, and I'm like, I just like I can't stop. Don't you love that though? And then you're like, oh, I need another Giants scarf. Like I get, I get so What's much. What's it called? Uh, and then I got this book. Uh, now, Jenny Johnson was uh, a fantastic performer. She was on the show a couple weeks ago. And she told me about uh, Molly Schott's book, Game Changers, the Unsung Heroines of Sports History. I ordered it for myself. Uh, and it literally... It's, I love that cover. It, it's it's amazing. It's, uh, it's based on her Instagram account called The Unsung Heroes, celebration of the pioneering forgotten female athletes of the 20th century, that features rarely seen photos and new interviews with past and present game changers. Uh, uh, Carrie Champion, uh, Wombach, um, you do realize uh, this, Althea this is Gibson. Gift. It's it's an amazing gift. Anyway, she's going to come on the show first week of January, second week of January, and talk about the book. She was in L.A. Uh, Library Archives, a special archive library that I haven't even heard of, doing all this research on female athletes. So my like, I read the. Uh, author's note yesterday and just started crying. No. Tweeted at her because we have like mutual friends but I don't really know her. Right. We wound up emailing and, and now she's going to be a guest on the show. Oh Thank my God. That's when social media it's I'm awesome. like oh my God it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, but that is a fantastic gift idea also just as a sports you know fan to have. You know who's getting that? Who's getting that? Summer Sanders. Hardest yeah. person I to mean, buy for. What it's, do you, what do you it's buy? It's a fantastic Done. Anyway, so shout out to uh, Molly Shot Game Changers, and she's going to be on the show in a couple weeks. And that's why, you know, uh, sports is just, I can't, I can't. All right, let's shift gears. Uh, I just want to do a little holiday fun gift gifting just to get myself out of uh, my morning anxiety, chug a half a coffee and talk sports. Um, where do you want to start? What's, where do you, would you, let's just, can we just humor me and start with Giants Cowboys? We won't sure. spend all day on it. Uh, Late game, last night. That's very. Let's just say, as a, as a crazy whatever your team is, when you have Sunday night football, it's just I, I really tried to focus on some stuff I had to do yesterday. I love it. But it is so hard to focus. I did some work in the morning. Then I checked. Uh, I watched. The, you know, I watched some games in the morning. Then I sat down and I was like, I was getting super anxious around twelve, and I was like, <laughs> Well, the Seattle Green Bay game will help. That was it. That was a crazy blowout. Bananas. Well, that that and that weather. God, it was nuts yesterday. Uh, the, I'll tell you the games I watched leading up to it. I watched some of the Steelers, uh, a Buffalo game. I love snow. Snow and football. Snow is like and football the greatest. is so good. The only thing I think I can't watch in football is rain. Like I felt bad for the Miami game. Oh, that game was crazy. But even though it's warm rain, just rain in general, I always yeah. feel bad for athletes because I'm like, this could be career ending. Yeah. You're literally playing on a slip and slide. <laughs> The yeah, I watched some of so basically I was just it was one of these 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 moments where I think only insane sports fans will like I know I I know I obsess. I obsess over the Giants. Um we love that about you. But I literally was like, I have so much to do, as everyone does during it, it you only you have basically 
we have one kind of working week left in LA. And meanwhile, True. people checked out a couple weeks ago, but I'm trying to jam. I've got like four shows, a writer meeting. Like I've like I'm just trying to jam it all in. So your your professional anxiety is off the hook. Um, and then pers- like whatever you have eight thousand you have gifts you have to be whatever it's a lot and then so I have so much to do and I couldn't I couldn't could, could get anything done. Well, then that to me this is funny about this year more than all the other years uh, for in entertainment business we shut down usually <clears throat> the week before everybody leaves for the holiday because usually Hanukkah starts early. Yeah. This year Hanukkah doesn't start till Christmas Eve. So all the Jews in town are very confused because they can't make a single excuse as to why they need to be out early. It's, and my manager's in Tulum. I was like, um, uh, just real quick, uh, are you observing something? And he's like, I'm at a wedding. I'm like, people are making shit up now. Yeah. Y'all are making up mess. No one wants to work. No one wants to work. So it's very funny in the entertainment business because we do this week right before our the week of the 20th, yeah. usually, this town shuts down. Yeah. And uh, it, it's my husband's working like a ninja. We all work like ninjas yeah. up until the 20th. And in the process, uh, crazy sports are happening. Crazy sports. And my husband was, uh, oh, the other night, just ran off. He was so funny. Uh, the Warriors-Clippers game. Oh, I watched it. Oh, it was painful mess. Uh, <clears throat> Doc Rivers was speaking in gibberish because he couldn't even make excuses. But the point of this was my husband was like, hey. There's ridiculous seats, like, for, like, 90 bucks down in the 100s. He's like, you want to call Aaron? And he's like, well, grab some tickets while I go down. I was like, I don't feel like this is going to be a good game. And, I, y'all, I love the NBA. He goes, what? For me to say that. Normally, I'm like, yeah. yes, let's go. Yeah. I don't feel like this is going to be good. Let's not waste the money. And he goes, babe, 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 babe. <laughs> I said, I'm going to call Aaron. Let's all just go. So I go, no, I don't feel like it's right. We'll do something right at the beginning of the new year. We'll go do, do it the right way. Cut to, we're watching the game, eating dinner, and he goes, what the hell else do you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, Alonzo Bone was on the show last week, and it was one of my favorite episodes. Because he him. is a lifelong Clippers fan, and we're both from New York, and he told, you know, he talked about the transition back into L.A. and him playing ball and, uh, you know, meeting all these Clippers. It was just a, a really great episode. And... That it was, so that was last Wednesday morning. So I it went. So Wednesday night was like my only night off, and I really was like, I should just suck it up, and just go to, you know, go to Clipper. And but I, <clears throat> I looked at I I looked at ticket stub like they were taking out whatever the day or stub hub the day before, and it was like a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. And I thought, I just like it, it. Also at four or four o'clock, I think it was four o'clock was UConn Notre Dame, and I was like, you know what? It's early in the season. I'm just, I just want to like, I just want to cruise from UConn, Notre Dame into some Rachel Maddow, which now I can only watch for about 25 minutes because the news is so terrible. So terrible. And then go, I also really need to, uh, uh, I don't know if Rachel Maddow is going to make it four years. She's already literally visibly having a nervous breakdown on television. Uh, I've seen that. She's trying to be positive. We're all trying to be positive, but she, when every cabinet pick hits, you know, hits, she's like (coughs) twitching. Secretary of Defense is uh, Captain Jack Sparrow, and uh, and then she just falls over. Um, but like she she twitches, she loses, she's losing it anyway. So I watched her for about twenty minutes, and then into Golden State Clippers. And by the end of the first quarter, I was texting Alonzo, going, "I is it? This is already over. Over. It was. Listen, I know we're jumping all around. We are sorry, I, you guys. I I barely." Slept and I drank way way too much uh, cold brew um, as I do about an hour ago. So we'll jump all over. But 
I was thankful of just taking the night off because sometimes you just want to watch so much and be at everything. Yes. And I was like, I'm just going to put my feet up and just watch and watch some stuff. Uh, but yesterday I literally thought I did have a moment, an Aaron Foley life moment where I was like, do I do I invest in the non getting high weed? Uh, the CBDs? Yeah, because I, love my, to tell I, had, I had some serious I had some serious like back issues. No, I just had some serious anxiety. I had, and I and I'm getting more and more anxious as a human being. And then holiday stuff. And I felt like I could literally like I had a problem. Like all I could think of was about the Giants. Like I couldn't get anything done. Well, I think that's okay. Is that just being a? Is that it was a little? I felt a little crazy. That was pregame, not post. Oh no, pregame. Okay. But uh, it was all day long. Like, I took in some morning games, which we can talk about, took in the Packer game, and then that was a blowout. Then I switched on to the Tampa, Tampa Bay Saints game, and I can't stand Tampa Bay, and they looked like they were winning. I was like, I'm turning this off. And then I was like, I'll get something done for about an hour and a half between basically 4 o'clock and 5.30. I was so anxious that I, that's when I watched Home Alone. That's a good, that's a good uh, yeah, anxiety killer, stress reliever, if you will. Because I watched I felt the Falcons. Like I, had a problem. I watched the Falcons Rams game and was like, "Why did we get a team again? Why are they going to give us the Chargers too? This is very confusing." Todd Gurley saying the offense, his post game JV. Kind of saying that it was a high school offense. I was like, "He said high school JV." Did he? <laughs> he did not say just high school. He went straight to JV. And by the way, Todd Gurley. Um, now I know why Jay Moore had to speak for you in the Carl's Jr. commercial. Listen. You need media training. Somebody's got to tell you. Somebody needs to sit down, players. I don't care what kind of paycheck they're getting. Do not put a microphone in front. This is a problem with all the crap going live. And, yes, I just did go live on Sports Without Balls for us. But if you aren't trained to speak, yeah. you don't get paid to speak for a living. You get paid to throw, catch, and run with a ball. Uh, if you're going to put a microphone in front of these children and their babies, yeah. get them some media training because they look like dipsticks. Yeah. They look like dipsticks. Even Lamar Jackson accepting the Heisman. Look like a dipstick. You Media training. Media training. This is the biggest flaw with professional sports. You hand these children that, no, I don't care what their socioeconomic life status was pre-sports. Yeah. You've now handed anybody a sack of money yeah. who did not go into the business of entertainment. Sports, professional sports, is a business of entertainment where you happen to be athletic. That's the difference between yeah. playing it in intramurals and sweet fun in school and then getting them up on a professional level. And when you get them in front of a, st a world stage and then you ask them to speak on behalf of their team and really become a face or the mouthpiece of that team, they sound like dipsticks. Yeah. And you're only doing them a disservice. And then they're going to go do on the drugs or they have crazy hanger-on people that are like in their ear because they're trusted they're other people. They're prepped it, for none of this. None of it. And it, it makes me so terrible. angry that all professional sports do this to these younger kids. Yeah. That poor Lamar Jackson. And then, the, then he posed with a photo with damn Johnny Manziel. Oh. In his hotel room, which looked like a nice courtyard Marriott, um, <laughs> sitting with the Heisman on the foot of the bed. And I was like, listen, Johnny Manziel didn't do And I know he's not old enough to know better. Yeah. That wasn't for you, Lamar. That was for Johnny Manziel. Yeah. He didn't do that to raise your Q score and your rating. He did it to raise his own. Like, yeah. he's still in the mix. That kind of stuff. I, look, I might have to go start my own Brandon firm. Yeah. Take care of these little children. Sorry, yeah. I'm beating this table, y'all. Judge <laughs> Judy. I'm so upset. No, um, it, it is. It, it bothers I, me. And they have really good points. 
Like girlies, girlies, like he called out that team and which the, the team should have been called out. Jeff Fisher, please get fired. Clean house. Clean they, house. They will Fire be all of them. Like the trains left the Ugh. station on this season. So they're going to go ahead and let it go dock at the station and then dismantle and the get cars. Get rid of Greg Williams. Get rid of all of them so they can be somewhat feel good. So, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I go off on this tangent solely and completely because I want all of these players uh, because especially the NFL, more than any other professional sport, you have the shortest career span. Yeah. You're going to have to have a skill set when you leave. Yeah. And that's why there are so few professional athletes that are now analysts because very few of them can speak. Yeah. I mean, the only reason Shaq's amazing is because he's had a, a ton of media training and he still it only, mush mouth it, it from only Albert. It only helps them. Every, you know, it, it is. They, they're put into an unfair situation agreed and no listen they're doing what they love and they're getting paid a lot of money so i'm not feeling bad for them no but i'm just saying like this is this is a life skill this is a life skill that they just just basic just basic communication Communication. and and like i just said the difference is when you go to professional sports you are now an entertainer whether you wanted to sign up for that or not that's part of the package when you are a professional athlete and in baseball i'll argue this uh, everyone, like, I literally go, I can't even tell you how many times I'm like, I get to get up early. I want to, I want to speak a different language. I love bilingual anything I absolutely love. Oh, I do too. Especially in baseball with all the Spanish culture. Like, I love that they commute, that they speak Spanish in the, like, I love, I love, like, whatever. That's your, your home. Those are your roots. But I all have, I have to say this, Robinson Cano, <laughs> I'll always go back to Robinson Cano. He would be our second baseman if... Uh, he's he 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 spoke English. He spoke better English because if he spoke better English, we could get him a subway sandwich deal, it's make true. up that money that the Yankees weren't willing to pay. So true, and he wouldn't be a Seattle Mariner. It, it behooves every single athlete to either know English if you're spe- if you're spent if you're a professional athlete in the United States because you're just going to make more money, and two, uh, ingratiate yourself with the fans, and three. Um, the basic it's, media training for, I would say, specifically football. Well, and it's, it's uh, look, again, getting back to the short lifespan of any athlete, yeah. because you're a farm equipment by 36 average in most sports. Yeah. Um, look at my poor Gronkowski. I'm telling you right now, Gronk, what's he on his fourth surgery? My, yeah. my sweet baby Angel's going to have to retire because he's getting snapped in half. Yeah. But he's smart enough to be a commodity outside of football. Yeah. He is brand brilliant. Whoever is running his team, kudos. You have to be that as an athlete because yeah. uh, anymore, you know, we're all brands. Becky and Sue Falls with her own, you know, DIY websites, her brand. You know what I'm saying? You've got to be brand smart. And yeah. these poor children don't have media training. And I was like, could they subtitle Todd Gurley? I couldn't understand half of what he was saying. I really couldn't. I just was like, you're, I loved that he called that team out. And he's like, people are going through the motions. I love because it takes these big players to call out. To call out the rest of the team. So I literally was like, I already a Todd Gurley fan, but yeah, it was, he isn't the, the most well spoken, but I did what, I like what he had to say. No, I appreciate his yeah. frustration. Yeah. And it gets back to, like, you look at athletes like a LeBron James and a Dwayne Wade and just, it, it, I mean, we can go back to the Peytons of the world. When people get, it's just having the, uh, and, and everybody gets heated in sports. It's what we love about sports. Yeah. But having that, moment to take pause even if you're upset yeah and really command to make change yeah. as a, so as opposed to sound like you're just popping off because yeah. look i'm country's cornbread half the stuff i say people are like oh she's fine but yeah. i know when to dial it in take yeah. a minute and be heard yeah and that's when you go okay 
maybe somebody needs to come talk to me and do that. Yeah, so for sure. NFL, NBA, MLB. I guess yeah, the NHL, too, but they just bitch in French, don't they? I don't know what they're saying. It sounds sexier. <laughs> um, all right, let's get, we'll do some nitty-gritty uh, football talk, and we'll talk a little bit of baseball, and then I need to uh, give a, at least uh, a shout-out to some women's hoops. Uh, and, first of all, men's and women's college NCAA hoops uh, uh, are already so good and so competitive. I'm so excited. And what's going on with UCLA? Uh, first of all, ten and zero. I have to go to we. I need to go to games. I keep forgetting that in our backyard we have fantastic women's and men's college hoops. I chose not to go to the Kentucky UCLA game. Thrilled I didn't. Thrilled yes. I didn't because uh, I was on the road. So uh, that I'm writing this down. I'm, they beat I'm, Kentucky. I'm looking up a they schedule. Beat and my number one cats ranked eleven. They did it. Yeah. This is the first time that UCLA has been ten and zero since the two thousand six seven season. They are good. <sighs> Coach K looks stunned. <laughs> stunned. I just need someone to beat Grayson Allen and Duke. That's what I just need. Um, uh, all right, let's do a little nerdy football. Uh, uh, Giants somehow pulled it together uh, and beat and beat the Dallas Cowboys. And I was Amazing. watching some morning uh, talk, you know, head sports. And, uh, and, you know, it's so funny because I know they have to fill like three hours of airtime. Uh, but having a discussion... <laughs> Uh, about it, it just feels somewhat repetitive at times where we're having another do you pull Prescott Romo and everyone says the same thing you're like no yeah and then now this morning it was like are the Giants you know in the mix for Super Bowl um no no yes uh, yeah, unfortunately you know I keep going back to this I, back to this point now the Giants like it's one of these things where I can speak on the Giants because I, w- I watch them every week. Of course. You know, and, and the rest, you're flipping around because you love football and you, you know, you have the podcast. You want to be, you know, informed, but you don't know, know the team, you know. And I watch, you know, so I'll know the NFC East a little bit better than the other ones. And I'll watch like Pat's Ravens study. I'm totally going to watch. Yes, me too. I watch Seattle Packers because I like both teams and you want to know what your competition is. And, you know, are the Packers going to run the table or you're going to, you know, they're all good stories. And I love football. Uh, but when you watch the Giants in in and out, and listen, it was a great win last night. And Steve Spagnolia, I say this all the time, I, I, I need him to be acknowledged for one of the best defensive coordinators, maybe in the mix ever, or top 20 ever. Top. This guy takes nothing and make something last year we were so bad on defense but we were we were almost we almost kept it together every game and then we lose at the very end because we didn't have the players we go out and we get three players snacks which is the greatest name greatest the, the greatest <laughs> nickname for a 350 pounder <clears throat> maybe of all time <laughs> snacks Right in the middle, chewing up that run defense. We get Jenkins on the outside, and we get Vernon from Miami. And these guys, three players, I know we they cost us a pretty penny, and the Giants don't, don't do that. But he now took practically nothing, put three in. JPP is out for the rest of the season with a sports hernia. Uh, we get, I don't even know the guy's name. I was screaming his name last night. I think it was like eight, 78. This rookie out of, I think it was like undrafted out of, Maybe Pennsylvania. I can't remember. 
uh, I would scream out Carol, but she... She's well. She's not here. She Carol is not here. She, You talk about taking this holiday seriously, honey. She went ahead and took December off. Um, she... Uh, last time I checked, uh, back on the back on the wagon, and is wrapped in wrapped herself in wrapping paper. Three pieces of sticky tape. <laughs> um, but I, I'll look him up. I'll get I'll get his name. Uh, I'll say defenseman. Uh, I spelled that wrong. Um, anyway, uh, and and they're they're really legitimately strong defense. Without crazy superstars, so they kept us in the game. They kept us in the game. They've kept us in every single game. But I'm telling you, our offense is, and we shouldn't be, is terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Eric Flowers, number one draft pick last season. I, I literally was screaming at the TV like, can someone, and they finally did, finally Chris Collinsworth, after I think three quarters, flagged Eric Flowers. It was like his, if I'm, if I'm screaming out, he doesn't even look like he has his hands up. <laughs> As an offensive, like if I'm if I'm seeing Just this, basic. who is our offensive our who is our offensive coordinator coordinator? Sure, who is our line coach? Because all they focus in on is McAdoo with the huge, you know, everyone yep. teases him with that, you know, they call it Wendy's menu or McDonald's like laminated menu of plays, and I'm screaming out the play calling and Eric Plot like. Our offensive line, and then we'll just do three running plays and out, like with two minutes left. Like I just, I, I don't think a head coach, and I say this time and time again, I, do, I think you have an offensive coordinator calling the plays, and the head coach weighs in, but he has to manage everything. And I sure. just never think it works when you have a head coach calling every single play. I never think it works, and it's just we look. Disjointed. It's just it's just frustrating because we have so we have a lot of weapons, but to, to argue yeah I can argue going forth we have Lions we have Redskins and Eagles I think the Redskins are better than the the Giants we could probably win two of those three games we could win three of those three games we could also lose all three, um, <laughs> but I don't think you know I I still think you put. Even the, the Packers outside looking in, I think you put the Seahawks. I think you put the Fat. I think you put other teams ahead of the ahead of the Giants. Is it, it, it pains me to say that, but I just don't think uh, you can say Giants and and in the Super Bowl mix. I mean, maybe you can because the NFC is just like eh. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I do think though, overall, when you're looking at these games from the past week. I think it's it's a season where no one jumps out. I mean, no one jumps out. No. Raiders Chiefs. I watched that game on Thursday night. Better time. Like, I, yeah. Chiefs defense is pretty good. It's just like you know, if 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 Gronk, you know, if you look at the Patriots, okay, you're you're you have Gronk out, and that really changes the Patriots. Yes, it does. I still think like it, it is a rare season where I think you can't look at three or four teams and go. Well, these these are going to be in it. I think you can argue for and against every single team. I guess you can say that against every single season, but it's just uh, it's a little bit of an interesting season where you're looking at teams and you can go, yeah, they could do it, and then the next week they look terrible. I was like Raiders, Patriots, Raiders, Patriots, Raiders, yeah, off game, Dallas. As they were saying this morning, as Stephen A. Smith was screaming it because he hates the Cowboys <laughs> so much. There's the recipe to beat the to beat to possibly beat the Cowboys, and they're playing the Bucks next week Sunday night, and that is going to be a really interesting game. Yes, it will. So I don't know. 
It's uh, my favorite from the uh, Chris Collinsworth and Al Michaels last night. First of all, they well, Thursday night football they did it and they did it last night. They are showing up like they just finished Christmas shopping. They're in like a zip sweater. Collinsworth had on a puffer vest. I'm like, <laughs> what's happening over there in the booth? And then. He looked they, like he just woke up. Al was, look, he just woke up. I, I know Al Michaels is always just very shocked he's still on air sometimes. But what I love about him is uh, last night they were doing all the, like every time Prescott would do something, they would do what what Tony Romo would mess up. Yeah. Did you notice that last night? So they, like Prescott would complete something and they go, well, here's what Romo would have done to cause the, like they were just dogging Romo. Also, Every third sentence out of Chris Collinsworth's mouth was, I almost tweeted it, but I was like, I'm just not even going to. It was um, praising the offensive line of the Dallas Cowboys. Like, I get it. They're an amazing team. But every single play, it was the offensive line, the offensive line, the offensive line. And I was like, by the third quarter, I was like, I really was like, I'm going to do the mute. I can't take it anymore. I'm going to do the mute. Uh, So I muted the game for a couple of minutes. Just to get a break. Uh, all right, let's do uh, let's do picks, and then we'll talk a little uh, we'll talk a little baseball. Um, or highlights? Do did you watch any other games? Anything else? Do you want to talk about highlights? Tan- Tannehill went down. Uh, confirmed this morning, not a tear in his knee, so that was fantastic. Very good. Uh, that was just because I, I hate when people get injured. It's like, ugh. Uh, especially since like I don't know teams that like don't play well necessarily um having good seasons i always like to keep those teams intact like if you ask me about gronk and the patriots yeah i hate the patriots but i don't want gronk hurt no god no and and I, I, honestly i mean he we really have to talk retirement with him he's way too young to have, have as many i mean they just yeah. hang on him like and obviously in a very different way than they hang on like a lebron james because when you watch a game with lebron i mean literally half people hanging off him they're like no it wasn't a foul i'm like he looked like a christmas tree there were so many athletes hanging off him like ornaments. Yeah. Gronk is just getting the crap beat out of him, and he's a baby child. So, I mean, you have to look at long-term health after this, and I don't know. I just I worry about I worry about his long-term health. But uh, he's going to play until his back blows out. He, well, I, I mean, think this like, is it. Yeah, but he he will keep that dude is just going to keep playing. It I think he would me. play, you know, with anything. Um, P.S. Uh, He'd probably play shirtless. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would praise God for that. Yeah. Um, I'll be at that game when that's announced. Um, my Brady's bunch and my fantasy team, I'm in third place. I'm in third place, you guys. That's great. No, I was first for six weeks. Seven, sorry, seven But didn't weeks. you have Cam Newton? I got, did you yes, have I have Cam and I have Matt Ryan. So I okay. switched back to Matt Ryan. And then, you know, at this this point in the season, everybody's dropping like flies. So I'm running backs out. Questionable. You know, it's just yeah. a lot of rotating and doing and – Nobody's left because everybody's snatched up. And then if you want to get them, they're all questionable. Yeah. I'm hanging on with a thread, everybody. Uh, well, minutes. how many points are you, like, is it, can you make a run? No, I doubt it. Summer's mom's a ninja. Really? Barb's killing everybody. Oh, my God. <laughs> you got to watch out for that Barb. She's she's trouble in paradise, honey. Let me show you the league. What's And I forgot, oh, Spider's Web is her title. Spider's Web. Her grandson's name is Spider. Spider's Web. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, Barbara's killing us. So there you go. You can look at the standings. But yeah, I'm down there in Brady's Bunch. Hey. I always just love the names. Spider's Web, Mama Like. Mama Like. That's, <laughs> that's summer. Brady's Bunch, Got Mad Skills, Elway for President. Open can of whoop ass, Duke's Pilgrims, turn the fan on. A mess. Ugaki monologues. 
I don't know that. Naked mole rats. <laughs> All right. It's it's almost like when you when you're going into someone and then you're like, What's your Wi Fi? And then you open up and I love Oh. I have to say one of my all time my neighbors, she moved away, but her her web thing, her um Wi Fi name was These Pretzels Are Making Me Thirsty. It's always one of my all time favorites. That's genius. Isn't that hilarious? Uh those are fun names. Those are some fun names. Turn the fan on. That's kind of funny. I know. Um, all right. Here we go. Next week in the Aaron Foley uh, dream sequence, if uh, uh, the cow- if the Bucks win, eh, you know, I don't like the Cowboys, but I just don't like the Bucks. I'll be cheering for the Cowboys. It'll be good for the Giants. And I tell you, if Carolina could somehow knock off the Redskins and we win, uh, that would be the Aaron Foley dream sequence. Um MLB trades. MLB <laughs> trades. Uh, all I want for Christmas is a win. Who? Oh, is that the Browns? Oh, my God. There's a photo of a woman from holding ESPN. up a sign all up from ESPN. All I want for Christmas is a win. Like, you're not going to get it. Yeah. From the you're Browns. not going to get it. It was. A, it's on ESPN Instagram if y'all want to see it. It's, she looks pitiful. I just, I can't believe, you know, they take Manziel, then they take RG3. I just, I just... Oh, God. And what are they going to, like, wh- who are they going to pick? Let's say right. they have number one next year. Are they going to take Deshaun Watson? No. I wanted Deshaun, uh, congratulations, by the way, to uh, Lamar Jackson, quarterback yes. of Louisville, won the Heisman. I was hoping it was Deshaun Watson because I wanted, like, a two-year, a two-year to Trump, a one-year yes. uh, performance in NCAA. That's going to be interesting. You know what? I, I feel like, and maybe this is me wrong, and I don't know the true criteria of Heisman uh, judging, if you will. But I feel like uh, in order to give an athlete uh, the Heisman, you should have to do at least two years. Because then you're also saying be a one and dunner, all of my coach Calipari, who likes to have the, you know, one and dunner team. Yeah. Um, I just feel like to encourage athletes to stay in college, since hence I'm assuming the point of college sports is to get... College. Well, they have to they have to play t- at least two to go to a pro to go to the pros, uh, which I think is great. But I'm saying even the Heisman, should be three. I feel yeah. like you should at least do two because what kind of body of work? It's it's a it's a, a Heisman is a is the greatest it's, performance that season. That's literally it's just you can get criteria? lightning. In a, that's the only criteria for the Heisman is the greatest the greatest player of that season. That's it. There's it's, no it's other criteria. No other criteria. It. Look, who was Lamar Jackson before that? Unless you were a Louisville fan uh, and you knew him last year. And I don't even know. Honest to God, I don't know if he even started last year. Maybe he did. I'm not like a, a crazy college fan. Uh, but Lightning, I mean, he was the first half of the season. It was a lock. Second half of the season, a couple losses. He kind of tailed off. That's why I thought maybe Deshaun Watson for uh, quarterback for Clemson takes over. I don't know. Um, I'm happy for him because he was. I tell you, I watched a couple games where I was like, oh my god, this kid's amazing. I'd like to see him play another year. Yes. Uh, and I'd like to see. And I'm very interested in in uh, what does Watson do in the NFL. Those are going to be good stories to watch. Um, so, uh, so many trades. People on the move. Yeah. What do we, What do we think? What do we think? Uh, let's do, we'll sh- we'll shift uh, shift some gears, um, and talk some some major league baseball. Red Sox loaded loaded up loaded. But I was texting with Jimmy Pardo, yeah. uh, friend of the show, uh, huge White Sox fan. White Sox won too. 
Did you see the? uh, They are they are going to be loaded. Yeah, yeah. Did you see the uh, President Obama, Bill Murray, video? No. Where they're Mm -hmm. playing golf in the Oval Office with a cup. Oh, Uh, that's awesome. And Bill Murray's in his uh, Cubs pullover, and President Obama is a huge White Sox fan. Yeah, huge. (laughs) And it is very fun. It's it's all about the Affordable Care Act was the, the whole point of them doing this little video. But if you get a chance, please just YouTube it, and it's. Hilarious. And the shade thrown to the Cubs by President Obama <laughs> is brilliant. It's like we're never like love or hate or his politics, however you sway. We are never going to have a president. I believe that just cool as a cucumber, charismatic. Wonderful. And what appears to be authentic. Uh, again, I mean, even though I love my southern sass of Bill Clinton. Yeah. Woo! Super charismatic, and even like even Bush was not a fan of his politics. But you know, at the end of the day, like uh, what I hated was when when he was getting elected, it was like you can have a beer with him. I was like, I don't think we need that for a president. Yeah, I don't, I don't uh, think that's how we're gonna do this. But he, you know, he's a big, a huge baseball fan. He was in over his head, but like just a likable dude, a likable dude. Uh, not not his politics, but uh, I think a likable dude. Uh, and he tried. He tried. He was in over his head, but he tried. Uh, and you can't take away that I did think he was just, you know, huge fan of America and all that. True that. I, I liked all that. But I don't, th- I, I think the likability um, and, and, but intel- but almost like also accessible, uh, intelligent, and um, and also just an insane sports fan. Nutty. Obama just kills it. I uh, mean, I love that every year Obama, things we're going to miss. We know Trump is not going to do brackets. Yeah. We know that's not going to happen. I know. The Barack brackets have the always, brackets. eight years of Barack brackets have been awesome. And then shooting around with players. And uh, yeah, he's, he's. Um, I can't even, I don't even want to go down that route because I'm just going to, I'm just going to uh, start sobbing when he leaves office. Uh, and I will, you know, I will miss Michelle. I will miss Michelle. Well, everybody's going to miss Michelle, honey. I'm going to all of a sudden, whatever, oh, ran, I'm going to feed little inner city children too, <clears throat> just so I can hang with Michelle. Oh my God, I love her. Um, all right, so trades, obviously the biggest trade, uh, na- you know, went w- with Chris uh, Sale. 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 Yeah. Sale. I always Sale. say Saley. Chris Sale uh, to the Red Sox. Uh, but I remember before last year, because uh, in when you do fantasy baseball, everyone's just like this one guy, Phil. Um, uh, he, Phil hoards, he hoards prospects. And how do you pronounce this? Moncada? Moncada? Yoan Moncada. Yeah. Moncada uh, f- for the Red Sox. Um, he kept snatching him, dumping him, snatching him, whatever. And I was like, who, who the hell is this guy? Whatever. Uh, so I do think, obviously, that shores up the Red Sox rotation. And they were missing. That was a huge piece. Now you have to fear the Red Sox, obviously. I also have to say you have to fear the Red Sox because uh, Sandoval suddenly <laughs> lost 80 pounds. He's in yeah. shape. And if he... If he if he does the New York, you know, I mean, the San Francisco giant solidifies third base, and like, I don't know, I didn't like, I don't like any of these stories. Um, yeah, and what ha- what is but uh, uh, Chapman to your back to the Yankees? Yeah, Aroldis, Aroldis, Chapman. Yeah, yeah. I guess you know the big ones are yeah Chapman to the Yankees, uh, five years, eighty six million dollars. I don't as a I mean as a closer, banana crackers, honey. And yeah, he is banana I mean, crackers, apparently. So it all works out. I literally was like, yeah. how many years in till he shoots up his locker? Uh, something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. Uh, and no, I don't like it. I don't like it. But, you know, 
I'd rather honestly like I know I just I just think this for that money uh I, I get it. You need a you need a closer. The way this year went down with the setup and reliever, I mean, it was like the whole story was that was the whole story. Well, we all know period in baseball that pitching wins ball games. Yeah, I mean, that's period. End of story. Yeah. So if you do not stack your deck brilliantly, yeah. so yeah, uh, you can just go ahead. I don't care yeah. how many big bats you have. Yeah. You're screwed. We all know this. Yeah, I mean, which it, gets back to my poor Granky who's rocking in a corner over there, eating warm yogurt. You know, having a moment because greedy pigs get slaughtered. He went for the paycheck instead of staying where he could have really bloomed. Because look at Arizona, hot mess. Uh, he's not supported whatsoever. Yeah. Whatsoever. And, and I think Kershaw, I mean, look, let's get his butt healthy. Sorry, I just went to my Dodgers. But yeah. it, it gets back to pitching. Yeah. And our if bullpen's the, if, in a mess. If the Giants could have gotten three outs, the Cubs would not have won a World Series. You're absolutely game. right. You're absolutely right. They... They gave up five runs and with five different pitchers. I mean, it was ridiculous. Yeah. I just, you know, when you look at your, everyone has a different perspective because you, you watch your team different than everybody else. Of course. Uh, and I want to talk about the Dodgers and I want to talk about Fowler to the cards. Uh, when I look at like, I, I, it's a it's a it's a fun time uh, as as a Yankees fan because I'm also not a fan of teams winning and winning and winning and winning. I've never been a fan. Like, I love parody. I love new teams winning. I'm a baseball fan before I'm a Yankee fan. Um, and you know the the beauty of some of those '90s teams to me was you know they were all homegrown and I love homegrown and I love farm club and I love that. I love those stories. I love small market. I love baseball. Um, and, and Yankees always, you know, obviously we get shit on because, you know, it's through no fault of the Yankees. They're, they're a big market team. They're in the greatest city in the world. Uh, but shipping out Miller and Chapman for all these prospects, and then you've got a lot of homegrown. I feel like, okay, we're entering a new phase of, like, fun, homegrown people to cheer for. And everyone's got – everyone freaks out, well, there's no Jeter, there's no name. Well, give I it mean, give it some years, Sanchez. Holiday. There's Matt Holiday. There's Matt Holiday. Give it some years. We were talking about Sanchez last week. Yeah. Give it some years sure. to develop, yes. you know, who who the next leader will be. He may not even need years. I mean, Sanchez was amazing. Of course. Of course. Uh, you just, but in a New York market, you have to have uh, the personality, the media, tra- you have to have that captivating thing. And that's what we have. He has it already skills-wise. But New York is different. You have to have that something that extra swagger. special to conquer the New York market. Um, For them to take ownership of you. And yeah. once they do, honey, you're once in it they to win in it, it, forget it. They'll, forget they'll, it. They'll, yep. they're with you for life. Uh, but but the but the Chapman obviously it makes sense from a baseball perspective. But then you're just like, oh God, I just always go back to that like domestic violence, like the, just those stories. He's just like kind of I I just don't like him. Uh, yeah. And then I, I think, do you take that $86 million, uh, Do you get another kick-ass starter? Because we need another kick-ass starter. You give Batances another year to turn into uh, what could be a, a fantastic closer. I know he was a little shaky in spots, but that was his first year taking over. After he starts out number three, Miller goes, Chapman goes, oh, my God, he's into the spotlight. I just... Uh, I know it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jansen going back to the Dodgers. Praise you, tiny baby Jesus, and everybody else I prayed to. <laughs> it's the beauty of being Catholic. We have saints that can help us through it, too, in case Jesus is on another call. <gasps> it's 
like his customer service. <laughs> I was praying to everybody, honey. Yeah. My husband was like, because they raised our ticket prices again. Thanks, Dodger oh. Stadium. Don't know if you know, but you're an old park. Yeah. With yep. old and it takes seven hours to get to the park, and everyone shows up in the third inning. Trash you should be lowering them. We have this trash sh- can with a view. It, it's the look, Stan Keston, if you can hear me, Stan Keston, um, Magic Johnson, if you can hear me, uh, could you just get us? Uh, let's. Ju- I'm not wanting the elder to be elderly to be out of work. Uh, but the people that run the concessions are one click away from death. And I grew up in a funeral home, so I can say that with confidence. Um, you're, you're leaving money on the table because it takes them 45 minutes to get one person something, and then half the game's over and we've left. Um, I bring in more food from Mendocino Farm. <laughs> you did. You have like seven coolers when we go to the game together. Because it's hilarious. I, yes, I bring in $50 worth of food that I'm not spending at your ballpark, honey. Yeah. So let's start there. Secondly, um, big shout out because I haven't been here this long. Uh, my sweet little Corey Seager as Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year. He was great. That was great. is a textbook how you should raise your child to be an athlete, if you're raising your child to be an athlete, how to raise him to be a good sport. Uh, his media training, I don't know if his parents gave him a Mr. Microphone and set up a video recorder, but that child, when he gives an interview, is cool as a cucumber and a class act. So little children who listen to Sports Without Balls, yeah. go pull up any interview of Corey Seager and the kid's a rock star. It's exactly how you should be in sports. That's yay, Corey, you love we were a little scared for a hot second because uh, we thought Canley Jansen, who was free agent, uh, was going to be out the door. Um, and he got married this past weekend. And, of course, I follow all of my favorite uh, Dodgers on social media. <laughs> uh, and uh, Trish also texts them when they're doing crazy mess, like going out and partying in the middle of the playoffs. Oh, I sent nasty messages to Red Turn 2. That's right. You know who you are, Turner. I said, do you think you need to be eating that cake? Oh, wow. All right. Well, let's just focus on the big guys. So they all went 80 million, five years uh, to Jansen. We love that. My husband was going to give up our tickets because he said, if we don't get Jansen back, that's it. I'm out. And I was like, "Uh, what happened when I said that for Granky? And you were like, that's not happening. I was like, how come you get to do it? And I don't. But anyway, uh, keeping our seats. Yay. Yes, we're going to pay more money. Yes. Uh, still have crappy concession. You needed, you needed, you needed Jansen. You had, had to, to have him. Jansen. I wanted Jansen. I was like, t- I mean, we, we had two contract offers to Chapman and Jansen. I'm like, I want Jansen. But then it just felt like the end of the day, we were, I know we were going to, I knew we were going to get Chapman, but I was really hoping, I love players that stay with the team. I, I uh, did too. And, and look, yeah. they, they were all at his wedding. Again, this is the point of me telling you yeah. my tangent that social media, every, all the players were at his wedding in, uh, Curacao. Um, I love that, that he's Curacaoian. Is that a word? Um, they look like they had fun. He looked fabulous. It looked like a beautiful event via Insta Story. Um, but I, I was worried because I thought, yeah. oh my gosh, yeah. what a way to find out. Like, hey, you're wet married. No, you're not getting a contract with us. But the Dodgers did right by him, thank goodness. I think, you know, I really feel like maybe they learned from the Granky situation that, yeah. not, that they should have. I, I, I really believe had we had Granky last year, even though my sweet Kirsch uh, against the Cubbies, I mean, he just. Well, he could, he, you can only do so much. You, can, you, can, you can't, can't win seven games yeah. in a three-game series. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you ha- someone else has to step up. Someone's got to get that hit. Someone's got to right. the relief situation. That 
that that my, to my me poor was too Kershaw much. just needs a little help. Isn't um, it? So we've got uh, Wade Davis uh, to the Cubs for Solaire. I think that's a big deal. Big deal. That's that, a huge deal. That creates deal. a spot for your baby Schwarber. Yep. No, sweet yep. play. Baby Schwarber. Although I still don't think he should be an outfielder ever. He but, is, uh, he needs some serious outfield training. He needs to drop twenty. In yeah, he looks. Oh, he's a, a catcher. He's a catcher, and they're yeah. making he him should, left field. He's he got to be a first baseman. He's got to. Yeah, it's, it's just ridiculous. It, he is. He is. If it wasn't for his bat, he would be like the perfect trade piece, mm-hmm. uh, because he doesn't really fit in the outfield. And that, and I mean, look at the the catching in the first bit. You've got Rizzo and uh, yeah. Contreras. Where are you going to put him? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and actually, he's actually tailor made for like also DH first baseman American mm-hmm. League. Yeah, yeah. So, but Solaire just never, I think, opportunity, never kind of, not a lot of timely hits, but I think he is huge potential. Yeah, a move just might. Help. But Wade Davis signing, Wade Davis is like my baby, my rock from Peach. I love Wade Davis. Yeah. I think that was that was a huge trade. And I'm also really interested to see what Solaire does for Kansas City. I yeah. think he could thrive. Mm-hmm. I think that's a that was a really interesting trade. Totally. Adam Eaton to Washington was a, I thought was like a little bit they got Giolito Lopez, Dane Dunning. I don't know who Lopez and Dane Dunning is. I know Giolito. Um, yeah, they gave up a lot. They gave up a lot for Adam Eaton. I thought that was kind of like yeah, it's a weird. little bit of a weird trade. I thought, God, winner, winner, chicken dinner, White Sox. Yeah, especially I, since Eaton had been converted to right field, and now he's going to go back to center. I just was like, I don't know. I, don't know. Yeah, I mean, we were looking at him for sure. Yeah. Um, and what? And t- and how do you feel about uh, Sweet Baby Dexter Rockford Peach Dexter Fowler going to the Cards? I like yeah. him. He's very enthusiastic about it. You see the picture of his daughter wearing the Cardinals hat. Yes, yeah. sweet. Little, little power wheel. Huge yeah, pickup was, for St. Louis. Yes. Yeah, I Absolutely think it's absolutely huge, huge pickup. Yeah. I mean, when when Joe Madden would go. You go, we go. I would get chills and just start crying. Well, because I was always such a Dexter Fowler fan. Uh, but I, I, I also think it's like one of those things where you look at the Cubs. Uh, well, first of all, you look at the Cardinals. Huge because he's so dynamic mm-hmm. and so feel good. Will he start off? Will he? Be, yeah, he's gonna hit lead off. He'll, sure. he'll lead off for Cardinals. Um, I do think it's one of these things where. Uh, you, if you if you go back, not to go back to football, but you look at the Broncos, you look at the Carolina, uh, Super Bowl teams, they're shell, they're almost like almost like shells of themselves. No. I don't know. It, it's, it's chemistry, from, it's chemistry, first chemistry. To worst. When yeah. you start breaking apart the things that made you, you take work. out a couple of those players, yes. and so now it'll be interesting because you know Chicago, I, the Cubs obviously are just so solid, but you take out a couple of those pieces. Uh, you don't know. You yeah. don't know. You keep Jansen. Uh, you know what I mean? Like you, you keep. I, 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 I think it'll players, just be interesting. Yeah. Because Did you notice that the Marlins are over there trying to load up with? Uh, I mean, Mattingly's like getting. A, he got my AJ Ellis. You know, Ellis is still in the league. Praise Jesus, one more year. Keep those knees, baby. Yeah. But Mattingly's smart. You know, when they they made the biggest offer to Canley, which I thought was interesting. I mean, as yeah. of as a, I'm sorry, I say that like I was in the meetings, but like as of two days ago, they'd made the, the most official offer to the Marlins. And I was like, oh, look at Mattingly over there. Trying to snag them. Dismantling the Dodgers for what he knows works. So. Although, although they don't, those, those players know he's not a great manager. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Red Sox did, though. I have to say, I'm just looking through. They, I mean, they got Mitch Moreland. Yeah. 
Mor- the th- they got Thornburg. They got Moreland. They got Sally, Sale. Uh, they got, they, I mean, they, they, they they're in, all in. They must believe enough in Pablo, too, to let Travis Shaw go. Yeah, I mean, that so was, and year. I was like, how about they do some, like, dark horse thing where, uh, you know, Big Poppy all of a sudden pulls a Brett Favre and comes back next year. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's He said no. Uh, <laughs> you watch yeah. him believe. He might just be like, you know what? Why not? Just what's it yeah, here? It's like, well, I'll have to do this. Also, bat, right? right? This is a sort of like an under the radar thing, but Wilson Ramos, Ramos, uh, nationals to Tampa Bay. To yeah. Tampa Bay, that is another thing. First of all, if I was Nationals, I would I would pay him. I would pay him. Mm-hmm. I know he's not like the most high end catcher, but he had a phenomenal year. Yeah, they go a lot further if he doesn't get hurt. Yeah, he's there's a lot of really yeah, good pitcher. Like won the batting title, he had he was twenty home runs. And now yeah. you've got him on Tampa Bay, which improves Tampa Bay dramatically. And you've got all those young arms for Tampa Bay that I think I think that was a huge pickup for Tampa Bay. Not, but I do think it was a bigger loss for the Nationals than a bigger pickup for Tampa Bay. But Nationals to me in the off season, eh. Yeah. I don't I don't like their moves. I, mean, I don't I like, love their moves. I like for the Angels that they got Espinosa from from the Nationals uh, 2 days ago, I think. Which one's that guy? Shortstop? Oh, you had yes. Him on the, yes. I think you had him. No, you had the third baseman on. No, I had on the third the baseman. Uh, I had Rendon. Rendon, Rendon. yeah. Yeah. Uh, but fun. Fun because this baseball season was so... Uh, but they completely missed out on closers, the Nationals. Completely missed. All three guys. Mel- swung and What's his name? Melanson. Melanson goes to Giants. Giants. Uh, Wade Davis on the move. Chapman on the move. Chanson stays. They need a closer more than anything. I, yeah. just, I just feel like the Nationals' moves were just like... You know, it's one of those things where didn't uh, Bryce Harper tweet out like mm, or interesting or he he made some comment like, I think I think Bryce Harper's like, I'm watching these moves. I'm what is he a free free agent next year, or the year after? Yeah, two years I think. Like I don't think if I'm Bryce Harper, I'm taking a bag of cash unless the Nationals sure up their shit. Right, and they did talking four hundred million bucks. That's insane. That's banana crackers. And by the way, other teams could probably pull. And if you go where the cash is, isn't always. I mean, whatever his priority is, I don't know. It it might be cash, because obviously the MLB players' union and the MLB is the strongest union in all professional sports. It's brilliant. So. I mean, Who, if he's a cash I mean, dude, great. But yeah. if he really wants to have some ring longevity and some championships under his belt, maybe not the place for him. Yeah. I just, when you're looking at the moves, like I, I just, I just feel like, uh, are they making the moves to put the best team around him? That's exactly considering right. Considering what they're going to have to pay him. There's still some guys out there. They could make a move on Encarnacion or Trumbo. You never know. Yeah. To play yeah. first base, and Zimmerman was awful last year. So Zimmerman was awful. Um, all right. If uh, they're willing to kick him to the curb, which is that would be kind of rough since he's been there the whole time. Who? who? Zimmerman. Zimmerman, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just fun. It's fun to think about. It's fun to do a little uh, little baseball shout-out in the middle of uh, crazy NFL. Now we got uh, insane basketball coming up. Uh, I do want to mention this. I know we're running a little bit late, so I'm just going to mention this, and then... Um, uh, we'll do feel good moment of the week. Uh, we have an iTunes shout out, and then we'll talk about our uh, year in review for next episode. Uh, but uh, NCAA uh, basketball heating up. Uh, this is a time of year where I kind of OD. You know, I do my little OD on football, but then I start heating up by January, watching some uh, 
you know, some NBA. I'll watch the big games, but really NCAA. Um, and I and I watched the UConn women's Notre Dame. Now, uh, UConn switched back to number one, and Notre Dame was number two. And uh, the top five, six right now in women's college basketball, uh, you've got some of the some of the same names. You've got uh, South Carolina, who's really kind of come together under Don Staley as the coach. Uh, Baylor women, uh, Baylor women are killing it. South Carolina, Notre Dame, UConn, and so UConn starts out like number three. Two months in, they're already back to number one. Uh, and and this is it felt like I was watching every year. I always watch UConn Notre Dame. At the beginning of this, they play each other a couple times. They're big rivalries, and I always say about Notre Dame, they're really good until they play UConn, uh, <laughs> and then they play UConn, and I would go, God, they're just one more score away. They j- and so they've got this crazy good. God, I'm I'm spacing our name. Uh, they've got a, a, a fantastic uh, freshman. Um, and I thought, well, maybe let's just see. And they're going to be good. They'll, they'll, they'll be good the whole season. Uh, UConn basically loses basically their entire team, except for uh, Kia Nurse, uh, who's not a who's fantastic defensive, not a, the great offensive player. Uh, so I'm watching this team going, uh, yeah, these are all new players to me. Um, and it was uh, Gabby Williams, uh, Katie Lou Samuelson, Kia Nurse, uh, Crystal Dangerfield, she comes off the bench. Bench uh, Chong, their uh, senior guard, who basically got no playing time under the last four years. And who was the other starter? Uh, oh, Collier. Collier, uh, who's a sophomore. They killed it. <laughs> they killed it. They killed it. And you're just like, it's, listen, I get it how people hate UConn because they keep winning. And it's not good for women's sports. And I was literally like, I hope Notre Dame wins. Then you fall in love with this. I just fell in love with the new UConn team. Like, well, Gabby Williams, Cut, like, too. they just are so, this team, I was like, ooh, they're really fun. <laughs> they're really but fun to watch again. I wonder if, if uh, I mean, obviously he's going to take the best that there is to offer Gino. Yeah. But, uh, like, really to spread out the recruiting. And I, and I guess that th- the same happens in men's sports as well. Yeah. You, like even some of the best players in the country are bench like your your second battalion, yeah. if you will, at yeah. UConn. Yeah, and you're going well. Here we go again. I mean, it just becomes everybody else is just gonna who's gonna be the number two. I mean, Gabby Williams is a junior. She literally has been killing it. Where she was just like I guess off the bench the last couple of years. She barely played. Collier is a sophomore killed it i'm like I, I, first of all crystal dangerfield she's a freshman i just i'm obsessed with her last name uh <laughs> but it, it is one of these things where you're like bad for women's basketball because you want you need other teams winning you need other teams winning so people will watch it more because i always have this horrible feel that they're just going to keep stripping away the sports from women uh but Gino Ariama, it's like plug in a play it's like bill belichick it's unbelievable no he is he's and he and he's uh, just and they have such great respect for him, which is interesting because yeah. a lot of usually female sports they aren't yeah. like madly in love like a Pat Summit heaven. Yeah. Anyway, I know uh, we got to wrap this up. Oh wait, but- did we? Did I have a stroke? Did we discuss that Lane Kiffin took a head coaching job? <laughs> it's I just real quick, just a quick sidebar. What is the name of the team? Florida, Florida Atlantic. Atlantic which, I, but when I came in, I, Aaron goes, "Did you hear?" <laughs> what? She said Lane Kiffin took a coaching job at Florida Florida Underwater Aquatics. I was like, what happened? <laughs> I mean, this is the, you talk about being a flawed individual, flawed character. When universities won't touch you, yeah, 
and you have to go, and I'm sure you look. You are out, and clearly, obviously, he is a flawed individual in life because if you just look at his coaching, pretty dang good coach. Like as far as skill set, like not awful. He's been doing a pretty dang good job. He's been running the best offense for years. For years at Alabama. Okay, and you're under arguably one of the greatest coaches of all time. Yep. At Alabama. And your father is a long 40-year college coach. He's got, like, the pedigree. He's got everything. Yes. In in his veins, you as an individual have have to have one of the worst, and we still to this day don't know what happened, do we, at USC, except that confirmed by some sources I can't name, they literally left him at baggage claim when he was fired. Like, they took the team, put the team on the bus when they fired him and left his they ass at baggage claim. They did not pick him up. That's they true. made him Uber or had somebody hitchhiking back. But I, I just... Yeah, he hasn't in. inherited the... Ba- he inherited, inherited the scandal at USC, then went to the Raiders, and that was a hot mess. Well, they he fired did, him. He bit, did like, Tennessee he, dirty before yes, that. Yeah, true. There's something because he's literally playing. He he leaves the cushiest job in college football to coach a team that's averaging nine thousand people per game. Fifty eight hundred. It was their last game had fifty eight hundred <laughs> people at it. It's Florida Atlantic uh, underwater uh, aquatic adventures. Aquatic adventures. Hey, he should have. He'd been better served doing uh, high school. Really, genuinely. Uh, iTunes shout out. Uh, leave a five star review on iTunes. I will read it from the show. I will read it, and I haven't been doing the last couple weeks, uh, so I apologize. But we're getting back on there. We're going to do more fan interactive stuff uh, when I get some social media help. I'll one be, of these days. I'm here, guys. I'm back. Uh, Shelby Dom- Domable. Domable. Um, first, a big thing's up for making sports talk more tolerable, f- more tolerable for my wife. Uh, the show is fantastic. Aaron is freaking hilarious, and Trisha's voice is that of an angel. Keep oh, it up. <laughs> Thank you, so Shelby, Thank for you, that Shelby. shout out. Uh, I love doing that, and I need to do it more. It's just because I just get t- too involved in stories, and I forget. I'll be um, here to help. Her, so yeah. you have to help me. Uh, feel good moment of the week, Stacy Cozell. Um, we are running late. There's a story behind this, but in, in a nutshell, I just want to give uh, the, uh, her a huge shout out. No, you need to tell the story too. No, I think she's we're amazing. Running out of time. Well, no, I'm no, I'm going to tell her story. But the story behind yes. that is, I just well, okay, one second. I my I was wearing. Uh, I was just feeling bad about uh, the state of the nation. I was in, I was inside. And my, I was wearing my indoor Crocs, and my, one of my Crocs got stuck between my coffee table and my couch, ah. and uh, my body kept moving, and I fell over. I fell over as an adult human. Uh, <laughs> I fell over onto a hardwood floor, and uh, ah. I had uh, a bag of peas on my elbow. I was like, I'm too old for this. Uh, <laughs> it was it was a low moment last Tuesday. I was on the couch, and then just horrible news, and then you get into the spiral where you open your computer, you'll click on anything. It was like, 31 celebrities, children who didn't turn out well. Sure. <laughs> it was just, I was low. I was spiraling. I was in the bell jar. Uh, Trump, everything. It was just terrible. I put on ESPNW, my favorite website, and the headline is... Uh, a woman who uh, lost legs battling the lupus hiked the Appalachian Trail. And I was like, I'm up! I'm up! I'm up! I am up! I am pathetic! I am up! Uh, and I went to Vons. I needed food. Uh, to, this woman, so I, I want to breathe in the whole story. 2014 battle with lupus left Stacy Cozell paralyzed from the waist down. To defy the disease, she used an exos- exoskeleton to hike... 2,189.1 mile Appalachian Trail. She used these 
almost like computerized legs no. that send signals to the knee to like move. And then she has <gasps> to charge them. No. Yeah. This what is an amazing human being. Unbelievable. I'll post the story. It's all over ESPN. It's on the ESPNW. But this, this yeah. is the kind of stuff that should be on our nightly news instead she, of crazy yeah, mess. Yeah. Why isn't this like the best story of the year and Trump's on Time magazine? Uh, she literally is paralyzed wow. and she has these braces, these like computerized braceless braces on her leg and she's hiking the Appalachian Trail. Wow. I mean, it, and it's like a five page amazing story of her history and support of her mom and the insurance was charging her $75,000 uh, to get these legs and then uh, like fundraiser and then battles with insurance. She gets them and she can just go back to her normal life. She and she hikes the Appalachian Trail. I, I, it's oh, after overcoming. You have lupus. You lose your legs, and this is what you do with your life. And she, I was in my Crocs with a bag of peas because I fell over. I <laughs> fell over on my floor. And you were just taking a minute. Let me. The only thing that make this more like she's an exceptional human being, and I need to get my life right because I already feel that way, is that she then I'm sure did this for some form of a charity. I'm sure she ended up doing something and raised money for something because she's already that human being. It, it's just it's it's wow. What an amazing human. It, it, you have to read this whole story because it's it's literally like her journey on the trail as well, and it's just whatever. I could go on and on, but I I, I had this moment. Everyone has these moments in life, and this is why I love the feel good moment of the week because I literally was having like a personal professional everything I was having a meltdown in my Crocs and I see the story of Stacy Cozell and I literally was like get your shit together get it, yes, get, get your, your life shit right. together and I feel normally I have a pretty good perspective and I'm I'm not woe is me but we all have woe is me Absolutely. we always have woe is me and then you look at this woman and you're like oh my god uh, will you send me that you. article? That's amazing. I will, and I will post it. Stacy Cozell, read this. It's called Iron Will. It's on ESPNW. It, it is such an amazing story, and it takes you through this journey on the hike itself, and it was uh, it was phenomenal. So thank you for inspiring us, Stacy Cozell, uh, because it was, especially during the holiday. I don't know. It's just There's a lot, and she just m- makes everything better and more uh, palpable. I love um, her. So thank you, Stacy Cozell. Um we have gone uh, above uh, out. Uh, we've. I know. I think we've lost long. Aaron. He uh, we've lost sleep. Aaron. Uh, uh, and I really feel like I, I feel like now I'm just getting started, and we have to wrap it up. But that's I how always I felt when I talk about sports. Uh, okay, so sports with eyeballs, people. This is our probably going to be, uh, if not the last episode, maybe the second to last episode. Trish and I are going to try to sneak one in around the holidays. Uh, uh, like a year in review. Yes. If we don't do it uh, between now and the first, we'll do it the first week of January. Uh, so we'll try to get maybe two in, but if not, we'll just do it. We'll be back the first week of first week of January. And happy birthday! Thanks, babe. Appreciate it. You Trish and LeBron and me, LeBron Kobe. and Tiger Woods. Oh, Tiger Woods! I knew it was one. You of You know, other guys. just this. I'm over here excelling in sports, like my brethren, brethren. brethren. Aaron, if I don't see you, happy holidays. Happy holidays, thank Aaron. You. Uh, thank you for everything. Thank you for making this uh, podcast possible. And for hanging with us. And for hanging with and us. And being our partner in crime uh trish Where's sir you're the you? best where's everybody gonna see you during the holiday i am i'm gonna be one more week of shows in la then i take a little break uh, and then i'm back on the road so aaron k foley i have not updated it yet but i have probably i'll probably have my schedule up there in the next couple of days through maybe february uh back on the road in january one more one more week in la doing shows
Excellent. Uh, and where where can people find you? Uh, you can watch me on Hollywood Today Live uh, all this week. We're doing all these fun holiday treats. And I'm, I'm in uh, the Stardome this weekend with nice. the Country Cool Girls. So nice. Have fun. Alabama, if you're in Birmingham. Come on out and see Go us. Go to Birmingham. Come out and see us. Uh, and that is it. That is it. We're running too late, but I, I wish I could keep doing this for, uh, forever, which hopefully we will. Uh, Sports Without Balls, fans, friends, family, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Merry whatever Wanda you celebrate. Uh, I, I hope, wish uh, everybody health, happiness, uh, time with their family. Have the best holiday of your life. Holiday of your life.